Howdy and welcome to the Laptop Empires podcast. Mike here, joined by Bobby. As usual, he's back. He's a little under the weather. So mm. I decided that's the perfect time <laughs> to just grill him with questions. So today we're going to talk about blogging and I've got questions for you, Bobby. Are you ready? I couldn't be more excited. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that could <laughs> That cough could not have been time oh. better. Leave it oh, in. Sorry that was about great. that. Okay. <laughs> what was funny is like you were trying to hold it in and then it like oh. came out. All right. So we've got questions about blogging. I'm excited about this. Everybody always wants more blogging content. And, you know, I'm curious just as my, especially as I get more in with the YouTube channel and just learning really in-depth stuff about SEO from, from you and especially from Larry, you know, I, I'm, I'm always curious about, I have my own questions about blogging, you know, when mm-hmm. we have a blog, but like I'm relatively a new blogger. So right. I want to go into some really basic questions that I have sometimes that I figure that anybody here that's a content creator, whether it's a blogger, a podcaster, a YouTuber probably has similar questions. So we're sure. going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get my answers and feed the people. So question number one, how do you come up with topics for your blog? Like, how do you decide what to write about? Oh, man. You know, <laughs> this has evolved quite a bit over the last couple of years. Uh, so back in the day, I just did it. I just, whatever I wanted to write about, I would just write about. And it was like, whatever I, I felt like energy on. I used to have to like be very zen to like write stuff because I always like felt like I had to be really creative. These days, it's a lot different. Uh, we do a lot of, I mean, everything is SEO driven on Millennial Money Man. Now, it used to be more just like writing whatever I want and then using Facebook traffic, uh, Facebook ads to promote. Um, but the strategy has kind of shifted from using, you know, I, now we're going to be using Facebook ads more to drive people directly to products um, and drive people to, you know, pages that are likely to convert for email offers or, you know, email opt-ins and things like that. And the main strategy is SEO. So my traffic has actually shifted from majority Facebook to majority organic search uh, over the last, you know, probably say a year. So really, I mean, it's kind of a, it's, kind of a process of looking at what do I want to compete on? Uh, Because over the last year I went through this kind of process of like, okay, I want to generate more affiliate revenue with Millennium Money Man. I want to get more people coming in and buying products and things like that. And so it, you have to start first with like, okay, what's the objective? And the objective for me was selling more affiliate products, selling more, um, you know, things like side hustle courses, um, things that I believe in that kind of align with what I want to do. I shifted the entire branding to the site of make more money, save more money, pay off debt. And so then I identified products within those three silos that would make sense to sell. So after you kind of have that figured out as far as like what you actually want to promote and what you want to do, um, then you go to the content research phase. And so for me, uh, I didn't have any SEO content. (laughs) So I just started targeting every 
keyword that was within that make more money, save more money, pay off that silo. And so it was budgeting and app reviews and, uh, you know, best side hustles and I don't know, fastest ways to pay off debt. So I just started with that, started shotgunning content out there to see what would work and what wouldn't work, what Google liked for me and what it didn't. And then from there, um, I noticed that Google really seemed to like uh, app reviews. Like if I was doing like budgeting app reviews, like that seemed to rank pretty well. And then also side hustle content started ranking well afterward, right? And the paying off that stuff doesn't rank quite as well yet, but I think it will eventually. So after you kind of figure that out and you start seeing what Google responds to, or this is at least my approach, then you, you kind of lean into that. And so that basically meant, okay, going, okay, we're looking at this piece of content uh, and it's ranking well for, let's say it's YNAB versus Mint, right? That's ranking really well. Let's create more content like that. And now let's start to look at not just what keywords could we rank for, but what keywords are lower down in the funnel, the sales funnel that would actually, when somebody searches organically, that it would convert on that keyword. So, you know, if somebody's just searching, let's say mint, which is a good, you know, budgeting tool, if they're just searching for mint, there's a good chance that they're probably looking for mint. Like they don't know the website or they're just trying to find mint.com or whatever versus mint review 2019 there's a better chance that they're, they're ready to buy, right? Like they're looking at that, they want to get Mint and they just want a review of it before they actually jump in. So Mint doesn't actually have an affiliate program, but that's just kind of an example of one of the things that, that I'm doing now where I'm looking at, okay, how far down are these people in the conversion funnel? Like how, how likely are they to buy? What's a keyword associated with that? And can I compete on it? Once I identify those keywords, then we go and create a piece of content on it. So it's like, it's, it's a little more complicated than it used to be. I feel like it used to be so simple with me just kind of deciding what to write about. But now there's more of a, it's more intentional. It's like, okay, th- we're going to, we're going to put out a piece of content on this keyword, but it's got to be something that would actually convert the people that are searching would, would eventually buy uh, or opt in or whatever. So that's kind of the overall strategy. I don't know if, hopefully that answered your question. That was a very long, <laughs> that long was, answer. That was so much more than I was expecting. <laughs> I'm not yeah, gonna, I know. <laughs> sort of going, you were about two sentences in. I was like, oh man, this is going to be yeah. good. So I thought that was great. And you kind of rolled into my next question, which was going to be topic research and like how to choose topics. Cause I know you do a lot more research now. I think this is really interesting. I can't remember the episode number off the top of my head, but we'll put it in the description because we have older episodes where we actually talk about like your more personal approach to blogging. And I think it's just really interesting just in the last, we've been doing this for two years now that we've been working together and just your philosophies and how you do things have, have changed a lot. And so I think it's interesting. You've really built your brand and built trust and built a community like with your, the personal aspects of your business. Mm -hmm. And so even though that wasn't leading to, growth via Google. And, and as you've said many times before, you really used Facebook ads to drive the growth as your traffic built over time. And now you've really like turned the SEO, like open the floodgates. But, you know, I imagine there's still a place for that. Right. And I think about when I look at even just on YouTube, like there's people and they do all these how to videos and then they'll do the day in the life thing, or they'll be answering the questions or they'll tell a story. And, you know, I know we have people, you know, at least for me, I'm sure you get this too, but I've had people ask like, Hey, how did, why did you decide to go from 
a freelancer to owning an agency? Why, how, you know, what's it like doing it with kids? We've talked about that stuff on the show. Like, you know, the story about leaving my law job, I'm sure, you know, you talk about leaving your job as a band director, like people are interested in that stuff. So when you're a content creator, do you now like looking back and how you've changed, do you still feel there's a place for that or how would you work that in? If so, yeah, there's definitely a place for it. I think what I noticed, I think what I noticed the most over the last couple of years, people that run, especially in the personal finance space, but people that run blogs, they tend to kind of either go the personal brand route or they go kind of the, I don't want to say generic because I don't want it to come across as like insulting, like generic route. Um, but they go kind of like more of a company kind of structure. Like personal brand versus company brand. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And, and the struggle always that I notice is that the people that went with the personal brand, they have a hard time. Well, I don't want to say they have a hard time. Uh, they don't have a hard time selling affiliate products and things like that because they do it through their emails and they do it through their, their groups and things like that or paid traffic. But they, a lot of the time they have problems actually getting organic search and getting, getting revenue coming in organically. And then on the flip side, people that go with the company brand, they have a hard time connecting with their readers um, and, and really like going past that. They bring in you know, traffic from Google, which is, can be pretty cold, uh, and they aren't able to com- uh, create a community around their brand very easily. I mean, some of them pull it off. And, and you know, there's exceptions to what I'm talking about, but that's just the general divide I saw. It was like you can either have a personal brand and you don't do super, super well on Google, uh, or you can have this kind of like company brand and you don't have a really strong community built around it. And so I kind of saw this like because of the way that I built my blog uh, where it was just very much me in the first couple of years and it was just writing whatever I wanted and like very personal stuff. I had this like foundation of of people, you know, like this foundation of a community and uh, through both my email list and like my private Facebook group and stuff like that. And so I was like, okay, I can shift from being just straight up like, personal brand to more of the company brand route, but kind of have the best of both worlds because I already have that foundation of people that know and trust me. And then once I started working with you, I kind of, I realized that everything I had written on my blog before, like I wasn't really writing blog content necessarily. I was writing emails on my blog, (laughs) you know, like I was Mm -hmm. writing email copy on my blog and I didn't even know it. Um, And so when I started working with you and Chris, I, I realized like, Oh man, I can take the same stuff that I've been doing with my blog and, transfer that to email and then make the, make the blog content more tactical uh, and make it more search friendly. So now I feel like I've got the ability to do the personal brand thing while also providing the kind of like tactical and detailed information in a blog post that's more likely to rank in Google and bring people in that way. And so now the whole, the whole structure of the way that I see my brand is bring people in through organic search and then get them onto my email list somehow or get them into my private group um, and then warm them up through my email copy and or warm them up through my group interaction or just ability to build group skills. So that's kind of the way it's been going and I think it's working pretty well and I feel like I'm going to be able to over the next couple of years build a really, really strong brand. And the reason I'm doing it that way is because I, if, you go all, if you go all organic search and this has happened like time and time again, Google can change things. And this is every platform. They can just change things like instantly. And I've talked to so many people that were like, I had tons and tons of revenue coming in from organic search. Um, I was crushing it. And then the penguin update came out and I lost, you know, 70% of my business literally overnight. And so I feel like if you, 
I like to hedge things. And so I feel like if you build up the strong email list and build up the strong community, if that does happen and there's some kind of update that completely wipes, you know, millennial money man off the face of Google, um, then I can, I can rely, I can go back to the email list and rely on the group um, to still generate revenue in invite, you know, vice versa. I don't know something else. It's just, I feel like it's more, you know, if something happened with email where it's like, you can't email people anymore. Like then you've got the Google traffic. I just like to kind of hedge in both directions. Right. Um, whenever possible. And I don't know if that's a smart thing or not, but that's just the way that, that my mind works. You know, no, I think it's really smart. And I think this is a topic for another day. I just wrote it down for another podcast episode, but hmm. you, I think email email is the one safe place that you have, right? Like yeah. it's the one owned asset you have because you can download your email list and then you can always email people other ways. Like you always have that asset. That's right. It's your intellectual property, like that, a customer list, a prospect list, <laughs> you know, just like bringing the legal thing into it. It's actually, it's technically a trade secret, you know? So the, so I think that's really important. I love, I love the way you're doing it now. And I think that's kind of what we've done. Try to do day one from laptop empires is like laptop empires is a brand you know right. and we had a lot of we've every time we see talent neely we have big conversations about that because he loves the, the brand that we have and to where if we want to bring in more writers and content creators under that umbrella to just like teach online business we can totally do that but we've also tried to make it like very much like let our personality shine have this ridiculous teddy bear you guys can't see this, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, I have a giant teddy bear with a crown mascot head now. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we can do fun stuff and I think you've transitioned that so beautifully with millennial money, man. And you're, you were already good in good Google traffic and you had the Facebook traffic and you had the list. And now that you've transformed it, like people are constantly like, they're looking forward to your emails. They're wanting people in the, the business world want to know how to write emails the way you do. And you're letting your personality shine there. You're entertaining people, you're having fun. And then your content is really, you know, delivering the goods, right? Like it's, it's working right. for you. And I think from my, my perspective, and you can tell me if you agree or disagree with this, like any online business to me, the, email, especially content-based businesses, like email is like the hub, everything else to me, like works around email. So when you think about your blog or your YouTube channel or your social media, those are going to fill some function of either generating traffic for you. So like a blog, a YouTube channel, Facebook ads, right? Those can generate, they generate traffic to help you build an audience. And usually the audience is your loyal readers and fans and that email list, right? And then your social media your podcast, your Instagram, that stuff, those are great outlets to share your personality as well. But it all kind of goes back to building that asset. And at least that's how I look at it. And you might have a different perspective as a blogger, but that's... Yeah, I kind of I kind of do. I, I don't know. I've, just, I've seen so many people build their, diff, their businesses differently. You know, I know people that are that are making the majority of their money just off of like Google ads and things like that. Like, right. And the, the email list is like, they're collecting emails. Um, or maybe it's push notifications, like they're collecting push notifications, but they aren't really doing anything with it. Um, and they see that as like, they have it, but they don't know what to do with it, but they're still making a quarter of a million dollars a month, you know, like true. through Google. Very so true. it's like, there. I see it differently, but I think for me, the way that I can build my business, you're like, you have to build your business, I think around your, your skill set um, or the skill set that you want to have. And so for me, it was like, okay, what am I good at? And I'm good at writing emails. So if you look at the website design now, there are no ads anywhere on Millennial Money Man. Everything is is lead magnet driven, right? And and there are there's 
you know, there's going to be times where there's a blog post that ranks really well, where I could slap ads on it and just generate a good amount of revenue. Like there are people that are doing that with like they're ranking for like, I don't know, free stamps or whatever. And like, there's not a great way to monetize those blog posts necessarily. Um, but they just put a bunch of ads. Like my thing is I still want to get those people on my email list and I can sell through my email list and like bring those people right. into my world. So that's kind of the way that, that I see it now, but there's just, I don't know, there's so many different ways to do it. I do want to point out though, for people that are kind of listening and they're like, well, you know, I, I want to just shift and start doing Google and personal brand and stuff. The reason that I think that I've been able to do this kind of quickly um, is that I have another business. Like we have Laptop Empire. So it makes it really easy. It made it easier for me to shift my entire business strategy for Millennium Money Man because SEO is a long-term game. Like it, it takes a long time. If you go back and look at some of the people just in my space that have done really well, it's like a, a culmination of like seven or eight years of putting out right. consistent content uh, and just ranking for like not only the big keywords, but there's all these little long tail keywords and, and you know, you might put out a blog post that it takes five months for it to start ranking well for something. And then once it does, it keeps climbing and, go, and ranking for different keywords. So I do want to say it takes a long time and my, I, I don't have a ton, like I wouldn't say I have a ton of organic traffic, but it's growing really, really quickly. It's tripled over the, the course of this year. And with the kind of content that we've been putting out, I think it's going to like, there's still a lot of content on Millennium Money Man that hasn't really even been indexed yet. Like it's still, or it's like low, but it's like creeping up. Like it's number 72 on a, a big keyword. And then like, a, you know, a couple of days later, it's, no, it's number 68. Like it's going right. to take a long time for this stuff to, to grow. But my idea is over, I'm playing the long game with it. And I think five years from now, um, it's going to be a powerhouse. At least I, I hope it is. That's the, the idea. But in the short term, I can make money uh, make significant revenue with email or sponsorships or, you know, social media or whatever. Yeah. And if you're listening to this, like if you're, you know, you're in, you're on laptop empires and you're on the freelance side of things, right. You're on my side of the aisle instead of Bobby's like, this is still really important because you need to be playing the long game and you need to be creating content to build your audience. You know, I, I waited too long. I felt like to do that. And, you know, I had other methods and I've used all kinds of different strategies to, to generate clients and I've built all these referral partnerships. And so I've never really had a need to find more clients. I've always been able to, to have that coming in. But if you're a freelancer, you want to build an asset. And so you want to start building a traffic generating asset today. So if you're a writer, go with a blog. If you're a video person, if that's easy for you, go with YouTube, but like you need to go with something that's going to generate traffic like that. And it takes time. Like it's going to take a while. The laptop empires blog, we started July of last year and yeah. started putting content out on it. And we're starting to rank on things. We're starting to get some good traffic coming in, but you know, it's been over a year, right? Like it's taken a lot of time. And whereas like yours, your stuff, you were already doing pretty well. And so then you started tweaking and like really focusing on it and you had this big growth, but you had years, you had those years of, of yeah. other work building up your authority and everything before that. So my last question for you, Bobby, is when you're creating content, how much are you thinking about linking content together, getting people to stay on your site? I know that time on site has an effect for SEO and that kind of stuff. And I know for me, just like on the YouTube side, like I always want 
people to go from one video to the next video and stay on, if I can keep them on YouTube, it's going to help my videos, help me rank, help me get more traffic. So like, how much do you think about like interlocking content and keeping people on the page when you're writing? Yeah. So it's a lot of it is, I feel like there's a little bit of an art to this. Like, I don't feel like there's an exact science, but um, the idea now is to link to, in my opinion, is to link to the best possible resources that are also on the site. And if there happens to be one that ranks well, or we want it to rank well for a specific keyword, then we'll go to that one, right? Like try to give a little more link juice to those. But I, I think, you know, for me, it's, it's more about in the, just talking to like Larry, um, our SEO uh, consultant for Laptop Empires and just talking to a lot of people that do SEO. Like it's, it's more about creating the best piece of content that is going to help somebody or that, that fits the intent of their search. So whatever their search is, what can you put on that page to help them, <laughs> right? And so that's, if you look at it from that frame, it's, to me, it's less about like, oh, we've got to, we've got to link, you know, 50 times to this one article. It's like, what can we do to help people the most? So if there's a relevant article that happens to be related, or, you know, if we talk about one like specific side hustle, then we'll, we'll, you know, obviously link to another article about that side hustle. Um, so it's kind of like this balance of like, you want to link to other pieces of content that are, that you want, like, you know, more links to, of course, but you also want to link to things that are going to help people. And so I've kind of taken that approach. Like if you look at just the website now, like everything's been designed from the standpoint of what is going to provide the best user experience. And so I think if you start thinking of in, in terms of user experience, making things better for the customer, rather than like how many ads can we jam on this page or like how many links can we shove into this article or how many times can we, we shove a product in their face? I think over the long term you'll have better results because it seems like Google is trending more and more and more toward that where it's like, what, like who has the best user experience? Who has the best information? So I that's how, I mean, I don't know if that necessarily answers the question, but I, I do think that if you just go from that perspective and then it, you think about that when you're linking to other content, it's like, okay, well, what's a helpful article that we have on the site or even off the site? And if it's one on our site, is there one that, that ranks well or we want it to rank well, then we'll, we'll choose that one uh, over maybe one that doesn't rank anywhere at all. Totally makes sense. I think, you know, I, I, something I read recently that I thought was really helpful was you treat every single person in your world as if they're already a paying customer. And so if you had a client and you were teaching them how to do something like you should be giving them stuff that's going to help them. Like if you, you know, don't treat them different and obviously you have stuff that's behind a paywall and all of that kind of stuff, but it's that concept that like overused concept with gurus of like give value, which yeah. I think it's, I think a better way of saying give value. Cause like, what does that mean is more like be helpful. Like right. if you, if that's your guiding light is to help this person with whatever, then I, I think that's like any platform. I think that's yeah. going to help you. Um, it's going to increase engagement. It's going to build fans. And in this case, like you said, with Google, it's going to help you get that beautiful juice from <laughs> yeah. SEO. Well, and I mean, it, it might, you know, there could be a, a, my ideology about doing the help people first thing and all that. Like, I'm sure I leave money on the table. I know I do with ads. Like if you go to some, some other blogs that are like very high traffic, they'll, they'll make, they'll put a bunch of ads. People hate ads. Like I hate ads. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I leave thousands of dollars a month. I literally, I was making like thousands of dollars per month in ads and I just turned them off because I was like, this is not the best user experience. Now that's a luxury because I have revenue coming in from different places and I can do that. But the long-term goal is like, what can I do to like, how, I want to outcompete people by just making it a better experience for people and be, you know, better information, better experience. 
and if that's the right, you know, hopefully that's the right strategy. I think it will be in the, in the long term, but maybe it's not, you know, but that's just the, I feel good about that with the business. I, I look at the side, I look at everything that's happening, what the team's doing. And I'm like, okay, I feel really good about this. And so, you know, I think that's what it's all about. I wake up every day and, and like what I'm doing and I, I don't feel like I'm annoying people or, you know, whatever, all the different things that you can do in a business to just grab money, you know, at the end of the day, that's what it's going to be about. You've got to love the business. None of us, the reality is that like most of us don't get into starting a business just for the money, right? Like a lot of times, sometimes it is like, that's a big driver. I'm not going to downplay it. Cause I know that was a huge driver for me, but yeah. you know, a lot of it too is like, the freedom or wanting a certain lifestyle or whatever it may be. So you've got to build that business around the lifestyle you want and what's going to make you happy and try to not, you know, minimize the things that make you do you nah. minimize the things that make you miserable. That was like <laughs> right, a total yeah. tongue twister. So Bobby, thank you so much. This was awesome. I, I mean, I learned a lot, you know, just uh, with this. So I'm sure our audience did as well. Really appreciate it. Hope you feel better soon. Everybody, please subscribe. We're like literally everywhere you can listen to podcasts. So, you know, please subscribe, leave us a comment, leave us a review. We love y'all. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. 